Rach, you came back. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hello. T- Bit awkward in here. Tension. <laughs> atmosphere's a little, 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 little frosty. Uh, frosty. Yeah. yeah. Should we just dive straight in? <laughs> yeah. Let Lucky for you guys, I don't hold a grudge for <laughs> years. Just a week or so. <laughs> just slightly over seven days. Yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting for that. Um, apologising cup of tea from Hugh yes. and then I'll be fine I didn't give you a time scale did I <laughs> always a loophole yeah. is, is it the solicitor that was called Mr Loophole that's him always I'm but, doubting your enthusiasm to actually make things better here you're just 20. it's all empty promises I was telling you what you wanted to hear like any good young man. Yes. Yeah, cup of tea in uh, 2023. That rhymes actually, the 2023 cup of tea. Should we get on with it? Let's yeah. just do it. You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that Did was brilliant, Did you see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading station yeah. and chased him all through Reading, yeah. all along the canal, and eventually caught him at the Yes, that was brilliant. Hello. Hello! I'm Hugh Fort. I'm Rachel Nemeth. And I'm Tom Canning, and welcome to episode 63 of the Real Reading Podcast. We've got interviews. Not one. But two interviews no this week. No um, Our old mate, Pete Wheeler, uh, he of Mr. Ready Pop fame. We like Pete. We do like Pete. Came in with some natty shorts when he came to see us. Natty? Natty, I think that's the right what, word. What does know. that mean? I have no idea. Is it a, it's a good thing? Yes. Oh, yes, oh yeah, yeah, like really thing. cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I also spoke to Johnny Blake of Zoot Woman, which is a Reading band, which you may or may oh, not have heard of. No, They're I haven't. very big... Uh, in Europe, I believe, and they also have recently collaborated with Kylie Minogue. No, I've heard really? of her. She's Australian. She yes. used to be neighbours. She did. Um, Fact. Oh, look at you with your pop knowledge. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I know her very famous singer who's been operating for my entire from childhood to adulthood. Is <laughs> you should be so lucky. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, and he refused to comment on whether Kylie may or may not appear at Ready Pop Festival. So you think there's a chance? Well, he didn't deny it. Well, she's almost definitely in the country, isn't she? If she'd just done Glastow last week. She might have just gone straight home afterwards, though. Who knows? I mean... I think she's probably here quite a lot. He almost certainly didn't confirm it at all, even slightly. Um, And it's most probably not true. It was just a question I thought I'd ask. So She might just be there as a... I mean, it, you know, she might be in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. we can't rule it out. Categorically, can't rule it out. Yeah, like a lot like, of things. Yeah, <laughs> cannot be ruled out. If I you, spot someone with a like a hat and big sunglasses, yeah. looking disguised, yeah. who's five feet almost, tall, who's very tiny, mm. you can't categorically rule out that Hugh is not going to make you a cup of tea. True. The chances are he won't. I think, there's, I think there's more chance of Hugh making you a cup of tea than there is at Kylie. Do we need to, Kylie at being at Ready Pop. Do we need to talk about this again? Yes. I'd almost forgotten it again. <laughs> Every time I'm over it, you boys just... Re- like, do you remember when we were... Yeah. when we were arguing. Useless and, last yeah, week. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you've reminded me and annoyed me again. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's move let's, on. Yeah, let's move on. 
Um, we've also got all the usual features, including fact of the week. Rach? Yep, ready. Ready, good. Researched? You've got some written yep, down words bit. in front of you, I can see. Yep, yep. And Hugh, we've got four explains it all, which is about... I've been walking around a very large building site today. Oh, good. Yeah, in Reading. Oh, oh right, okay. Good, good of you to clarify. Yeah, and we can talk about that later on. Great, okay. And we also have a new feature, which I'll tell you about after we've heard from Jeremy. Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. Thanks, Jeremy. I played football again with Jeremy on Monday. Did and talking you? of me playing football, I don't know if you've heard the big news. What news? But I've decided to play football again. Oh, um, how did that pan out? Uh, well, my body... Was it hard work? I, I mean, you've had to wheel me down the stairs. <laughs> um, apparently, sitting on your bottom for the last 18 months, eating all the food and drinking all the beer... <laughs> all the food. ...is not wholly, whole good preparation for going and deciding to um, resurrect your football career. Is that in- not a fitness regime? Lifting the pints, uh, yeah, chewing, was, yeah. well, chewing yeah, you don't use your arms very often in the old football or your mouth. No, I, I would say that Tom has been carb loading for the last eighteen <laughs> months, so he should have been actually full of energy. Uh, sadly, uh, no. So sadly, I, I basically I went along to a Woodley United vets training session, and they had a, a big match because you know they, they don't need pre-season because they're vets, and yeah. they've you know what can they learn now that they haven't. Anyway, turns out they're really good, significantly better than uh, me, uh, significantly better than a fit me, let alone a me who's let it all go to pot for the last 18 months. So that was an interesting experience. It's one I'm going to go and do again though, because I feel that if I can get anywhere near that sort of level, it might be fun. Yeah, do it. I'm going to, don't you worry. Although I can't go next week because I'm away, but you know. Away, which means you'll be back. Eating all the carbs and drinking no. all the beer again. Well, yes, this Maybe. is the thing. I'm going to have to try and go running or something when I'm up there. You're going to Glasgow, aren't you? I am going to Glasgow, yes. Why do you say Glasgow? I always say Glasgow. It's Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah. Glasgow. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's like reverse north-south there, isn't it? Yes. I say Glasgow when you say Glasgow. Yes. Yeah. Um, if, if you could at all speak up rather than mumble as well when we're talking to the listeners, that Sorry, would be excellent. Yes. Sorry, listeners, yes. I, I That was one of those uh, situations where I started a sentence where I didn't know quite where I was going. <laughs> so I began to tail off. Okay. Um, right, in that case, we should do our quick new feature, which is Reading Road of the Week. Are okay. we ready? Um, I've got a little counter uh, to tell us which letter we're going to go for. Uh, and let me find it. Here we go. I've got it on my computer. Here we go. Are you ready for the letter? The first letter in Reading Road of the Week is. If, if it's F, we're going to go well because I've got F. R. And we're going to go for number. There's no numbers. Nine. There's no numbers. Yes, but the ninth one in the list. But what if there aren't nine? Well, then we'll go to the nearest one. Oh God! And they're not. Ah, there's all. Live counting: six, seven, eight, nine. Russell Street. Russell oh, Street. Yes. yes, a favourite. And it's short. Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy. Charles Russell was MP for Reading, and later chairman of Great Western Railway. On 30th of March 1840, he was one of the first 
people ever to arrive in town by train. Wow. Russell. Where's Charles Russell, Russell Street? Street? The Nags Head. The Nags Head's Or Foxwood Road. Oh, of course it is. Um, it was a good road because we didn't have to. Everyone knows where it is. Yes, apart from have, me. Apart from <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Even though I've been there multiple times, and we didn't have to explain where it is, and then go, "Is it in West Reading?" <laughs> Reading. <laughs> Can we just try and just talk through what we had to do there, H, to try and get Hugh to actually speak into the microphone while reading uh, that? You had to hold the book at a jaunty angle yes. up in the sky <laughs> so that, that Hugh was audible. I'd just like to point out the last time we tried reading out of this book that we chose a passage that was very, very long, full of very diff- very difficult <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah. And I struggled quite a lot. So, um, thankfully, that was a very short entry. So, if you like Reading Road of the Week, and frankly, you haven't got a choice, it'll be back next week. Thanks. It's time for Reading Fact of the Week. I'm going to get... Some of these are going to get confused. So... Reading Fact of the Week. Rach, you ready yep. with your Fact of the Week? What have we got this week? What research have we well, done? Is it a fact about ready? a road? It's not about is it a road. Is a fact about trains? No. Well, well, that would have tied in quite well. Yeah. Sorry. Just out of interest, is this the fact that you would have done last week? Oh, we're going back there again. It's the <laughs> fact that I prepped for last week. Okay, yeah. so what have you been doing this week? Well, have anyway, you on. heard of... Cox Reading Sauce. Yes, Cox yes. Sauce. Yes, have I you? have. Yes, I have. I'd never heard of it. I believe they still oh, sell gonna... it. Right, well. I believe it's still available. So, the list of ingredients. Oh, so, I should probably say first that it's a very old thing from yes. sort of during the, the 1800s that it was a bit of a household name. Ingredients uh, are. Walnut pickle, shallots, water, soy sauce, ginger, pepper, mustard seed, anchovy, cayenne, and bay leaves. Oh. So, sound kind of familiar in terms of flavours? Got to be yes. honest, no. Yes, yeah. Go uh, on. Ketchup? No. Mayonnaise. A bit spicier than ketchup. Peri peri. Oh, I, I think you're... <laughs> Worcester sauce. There you go, Liam Perry. So it was a rival for Liam Perry, but quite similar, similar things. And um, it was originally the the factory that made it was on Duke Street, and then it later moved to Kings Road, where Reading Library is now. And then um, eventually, Liam Perry's Worcester sauce kind of overtook it in popularity, and and it closed in 1970, around that time. But having said that, Hugh, you may well remember this, that back in 2010, Hilary Scott, who was an editor at the Reading Post at the time... Correct. She was working with one of the local restaurants to try and bring it back. Okay. Is that why you think you know that it? That might be why I think I know it then. Maybe. So there was a restaurant up at... I think it was at Green Park, LSQ2... I remember the restaurant. I think it's got a different name now. I think it's called Lime something. Um, Yeah, so she was working with them at the time to try and recreate this recipe and start selling it again. But I don't know whether it was successful or not because I've I've never seen it and I couldn't find anything. So in this great sauce race, do you tend to have Liam Perrins on? Cheese on toast. Cheese on toast. I put it in bolognese. Yes, I put it in bolognese as well. So in this great sort of 
cooking sauce race. Mm. Had cock sauce won, would we be calling it Reading sauce? Instead of going, excuse me, love, could you pass me the Worcester sauce? Yeah. Would we be saying, could you pass, pass me, me the, the Reading, Reading sauce? sauce? Or would you say, can you pass me the cox sauce? <laughs> So, oh, sorry, I laughed. Not, not too much that. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. But it would always stage. be like a conversation starter, yes. wouldn't it? Yeah. Where do you think that's from? Ooh, Bottle well. of cock sauce on the table. <laughs> okay, thanks, Rach. Um, right. I'd like to know if it was successful I and if you too. can buy it anywhere, even know. if it's not sort of in mass production. We need to find out. Maybe we should try to make some. Yeah. This is an idea. Yeah, it was yeah. nothing like... Pasta well, pickled walnuts. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I don't tend to have those in the cupboard. <laughs> My, <laughs> but I, most I of can the get other things you sure get hold of. Sure you can get them from Waitrose, surely, or something. Oh, of course you can get them in Waitrose. Yeah. <laughs> They've got whole aisles full of them. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, that is the end of a very brief, apparently, part one. Um, but I think we're going to be rather bottom-heavy this week because we've got interviews and we've got Hugh... And, I'm definitely um, bottom heavy. <laughs> so am I, unfortunately. Uh, yes, uh, I'm middle heavy. That's my <laughs> problem. Okay. This is Fort Explains It All. Welcome to part two. It's time for Fort Explains It All, as the jingle tells us. Um, Hugh, you, do you, how do you feel about your jingle? Do you like it? It's great. It's grown on you. Yeah. You don't even remember what it is, do you? No. It no. could be something highly offensive, and uh, I can't remember. No, it's not. Don't worry. Um, so, you have been to Station Hill today. What's happened? Yes, I have been walking around the building site. Very exciting. Uh, Station Hill, as we all know, is a project which could eventually see... 538 uh, houses built in Reading as well as 250,000 square feet of offices and we're we're lacking there aren't we 2,500 jobs created within we can't really sniff at that Um, so I've been around the demolition site had a look, take some pictures, done some video had a chat with what they're doing, sort of very interesting Um, the interesting things I picked up are the they what what is I find interesting is that there's this massive project going on and it's in Friars Street it's a very busy road in Reading so is this where Friars Walk was yes so from the entrance on Friars Street yeah. knocking through all the way to the station yes but the other way around so they've started oh, okay. right so they've started at they've started at Garrard Street so where the bus station was yes that's gone yeah um so the other side of that is Garrard Street, yeah. And the other side of Garrard Street is where they're building. So they are, they they're working through that site because it's the less busy of the two roads. Um, so they've they've knocked down a lot of the old building, the old eighty percent of one of the old buildings there, and they're now into the old shopping centre. Right. Um, but yeah, so the when I heard this was going to happen, I thought. Blimey, they're going to have to close Fry Street for ages to do this. Hmm. Nope. Not what? At all. How? Top-down demolition. Top? Oh, okay. Yeah. So they've done it from the so, other side. So they're now at the other side, and the next bit, they're going to have, they're going to put 
I don't know what they're called. Diggers with claws. Oh, the little grabby oh, ones. The grabbers, they, yeah. they did that a bit like that with Castle Greyskull, you know that? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> By Fulbury. Do you know? No. Oh, <laughs> you know the funny shaped building that is where... Um, Yellow Pages is now on the roundabout by Forby Gardens. Yes. And there was that hexagonal... Yes, the... Castle Greyskull. The metal box. The metal box. No, the metal box, yeah. The metal box, yeah. Yeah. Or Castle Greyskull. Okay. And then they put the the grabby things, like, on top, and then yeah. sort of ate away at it until yeah. it... Yeah, so that's, that's what they're going to do. They're oh. going to have one really, really big one, which is able to reach the top. Yeah. Wow. And then, once I think once they've done the very top, they'll have smaller ones on the... Uh, in there, pulling it all down and, and doing it that way. So, very minimal disruption to Friar Street at this stage. They did say when, if and when it gets built, there might be more disruption to Friar Street, but still not a lot. Um, which I think is amazing. And he, yeah. they were saying that demolition these days is very much done like that. As much as we all like to think that a crane's going to turn up with a big ball on it. <laughs> oh, it's not like Fred Dibner or whatever. My dad liked him, like detonating stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they do those, it's in America usually, isn't it? They just stick some dynamite. Yeah, dynamite. And, uh, oh, boom. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's also a lot of recycling going on. So a lot of, um, okay. as, if you see off Garrard Street, the old bus station side, there's huge piles of rubble. Yes. That is going to eventually be used to lay the foundations of the new. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool, isn't it? A lot of, and they were taking a lot of scrap metal away for recycling as well. Yeah. And, when it's if and when it's eventually built, um, it's going to be really, really green. Have all the all the mod cons in terms of greenery. <laughs> solar and stuff. Yeah, so, solar, solar and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be very eco efficient and all that sort of stuff. And it's all very interesting. We had the the uh, shopping centre for ages all the stuff that used to be a lot of the stuff that used to be in the shopping centre was still there including the, the children's play area with the ball pit the spooky ball pit oh. and the slide that was there when I went in there over five years ago that's all gone now it's, but there's a lot of graffiti and rubbish everywhere in there um, wasn't it where the zombie thing used yes, to be yes the zombie in thing there. used to be in there so hmm. I don't know if there was zombies still <laughs> yeah it could have been a few like the food the un- walking undead in there yes in the old uh, CNA roaming about I wonder walking if, undead does that mean they're alive Half. No, oh, right. half alive. Because it's normally just the walking dead. Mm. Zombies are dead, aren't they? They're dead. Anyway. Right? So dead. is it gonna is it office space and residential? Is there any retail or like bars and or are you come into that and I that will come stolen your thunder. Um it's due to get planning permission uh next week. Uh but that's the outline planning permission, which is basically the, the sort of premise of what they want to do and then the detail will come later on as building gets closer so the exact designs of what they want to do so the retail element of it my my understanding of it sorry my understanding of these things is that it's quite it's flexible flexible use so they'll create retail units that can be used for a variety of things (laughs) a variety (laughs) a a veritable variety of things Um, but that's down the line so as and when we know um does it include we love a that alley space? Or a swim pool or a oh, ice cream <laughs> Does it include that space where the biscuit tin? Yes. In front of the yeah. car park. The big car park is going to go. Is it? Well. Yeah. Yes. Reading's most expensive car park, eighteen quid a day. <laughs> um, 
Oh, well, apart from the station. 25. Apart from the station. Disclaimer. Apart from the station. <laughs> so that's going to go as well. That's going as well. So it's quite. It's a huge area for. Yes. Six, oh, sorry. Town centre. Yes. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, and there's going to be. There's going to be some sort of hybrid car park, within, as far as I can tell, which well, is going to be car park and a house. A, a hybrid in that it will be for people who live there, right. but also public parking as well. I would, I would say, hopefully, it won't be as expensive. Probably will. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> yeah. um, we don't know. We don't know the details of that yet. But it's a really, I think, it's a really exciting project in a really quite rundown area of, of town. Yeah, it's a bit and, nothing at the minute, isn't it? And it should be quite. Apart from the, the little, what's the little road where shed is? Yeah, that's, that's about merchant's place. Merchant's yeah. place. That's all staying. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the time frame? Uh, demolition to finish. Of that particular area, I'm not sure about the car, the Garrow Street car park. November, you said. Oh, okay. So it's not a long, right? It's not a massively long project. And then planning commission is due next week, um, and it's recommended for approval. Um, right. We can never say certain on these things, but um, it's like so. I would guess plan approval in November, building work to start maybe next next year with. What did he say? <laughs> I spoke to them before, and they—it's quite quick. The hope—the hope for the first stage, building the first stage, is quite quick. Within the next two or three years, okay. I think, off the top of my head, to finish. Yeah. So that's you know these these building projects are much quicker than they used to be. If I refer you to the building of Bratton Town Centre. Yep. which was very speedy indeed. It did not take um, long at all. It was a long time coming. A long time coming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then when Gestation they started... Was, uh, yes, yes, it was a long time coming, but once they got going, it whizzed up. Yes. So once planning permission is built and the de- demolition is done, I think progress will be pretty swift. Pretty swift, and certainly, well, as it's across the road from the office, we're able to... <laughs> we can just look out yes. the window. Look out the window. See how it's going. They don't demolish our office by accident in the middle of it yeah. very very close maybe we can move into one of the nice new offices oh, in Station Hill with some air con, air con. Oh, oh I like sweating do you yeah. that's, that's gross uh, thanks very much Hugh that was great lovely bit of explaining it all there um, next up uh, we have two interviews firstly we have an interview with Pete Wheeler talking about uh, more sweating uh, and the fact that Ready Pop Festival is today um, so Pete is busy running around the site and sorting out, but he managed to pop in for 10 minutes to talk to me. And uh, after that, there'll be a short, brief interlude, and then you'll be speaking to Johnny Blake. I will be speaking to Johnny Blake, not you. Um, not me. From Zoot Woman about the band and how they're looking forward to coming back to Reading for the first time in forever. I'm going to go and like Spotify them. Do whenever. I bet Rich knows them. I would have thought he would. Especially if they're local band. Of course he does. (laughs) Hello, Pete. Hello there. You look a little stressed. (laughs) Are you? That's a fair, fair description. Yeah, it's getting close now, isn't it? It's quite busy. We are, so we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, By Friday, you'll probably be sort of sweating through your t-shirts, I guess. Mm, Yeah, curled up in a corner. Yeah, just... Fetal position. (laughs) Yeah, sort of. It sounds like an incredibly stressful thing, organising something as big as Ready Pop Festival. I know we've spoken about this before. 
But yeah, it is, but we've got a fantastic team yeah. and everyone's absolutely going for it. You know, we all really want this to be a successful event and, you know, some of the people have been doing it since the, back in the Cavisham yeah. Festival days yeah. and they really know their stuff. Some of them are newer people that this is their first year. So it's just a case of everyone bundling in yeah. and, and making sure that everything runs smoothly so we can open the gates at six oh, yeah. and just get on and have a really good weekend. It's um, it, it does look, look like, I mean, I've got the I've got the leaflet in front of me and I'm always astounded. One of the things that always captures me is the art. Yeah. I love the artwork of the leaflets. Is who who does this for you? So she's called Rachel Mays, yeah. and designed by Mays is her kind of you know okay. Instagram yeah. tag and all this sort of stuff. And she's fantastic. I've known her for quite a long time, and and she's been doing the Ready Pop um, artwork for quite a while. But we just kind of worked together when I started uh, working with them a couple of years ago on something that was going to really sort of define it visually. Yeah. And it's yeah. the site, and it's that you know that kind of. Last year it was a blue sky. This year, because of yeah. all the beautiful sunsets we had last year, we've gone with that kind of yeah. orange and red sunset. But she's just fantastic, and she's really on it, and uh, has really helped us create an identity for the festival yes. yeah. with that logo, with the the layout, and it, it's just working. It makes people feel like they're you know. Yeah. It reminds you maybe a little bit of the old wedding festival <laughs> ones. Of the day. I'm not saying with it. Yeah. Know, let's call it an homage. Type. Yes. But yeah, it's it's that, that's what we wanted to feel like. Like guys, this is a festival for the people of Reading yeah. by the people of Reading. But you know, little nods to what we all used to get excited about 20, 20 so 25 years ago. We, you've, you've obviously been in a couple of times to see us. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about the music, we've spoken about who's yes. playing. Yes. I know um, you are quite excited to tell us a little bit about what else is going That's on. That's correct, yeah. We're, 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 we've got so much more this year than yeah. just uh, music. And, and the, like I say, really dedicated team, fantastic new guy called Yusuf who's been working so hard to make sure that we've got a fantastic family area and that we've got a fantastic food stall area and that's really happened this year uh, we've got like award-winning uh, gourmet cheese toasty we've got meatballs we've got um really good goodness gracious healthy foods uh, so vegan food um we've got caribbean food uh, marion's deli doing burgers and german hot dogs there's a real variety yeah. there's something for everyone last year there weren't quite enough stalls and there wasn't quite enough stock we didn't <laughs> want that to happen this year, but there's gonna be a lot more of you this year yes so we can't let that happen there's also pizzas tacos um all sorts so yeah there's there's a lot going on for that side of thing oh and really nice coffee that was a big comment from last oh, really? year yeah so we've got incognito coffee and bluebell box so two really nice yeah you know proper baristas uh, bring a nice coffee to keep us awake when we get on site early i'm thinking of just off the top of my head it looked like to me that uh, the reading beer festival was possibly one of the biggest it's been this year i think that's right no, how, do, how does this compare to well, that in terms of space and 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 people so the beer festival, we all know the setup there. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously you've got that gigantic long marquee yes. these days, just one straight marquee, and then you've got the area outside set outside. Whereas obviously this isn't about a giant marquee. It's, we have the big top, yeah. and we have a, a larger um, family area with a couple of tents and some small coverings around the place. And then we have a main stage, uh, which has something called a saddle span on it, which is a big covering, which means that if we do get a bit unlucky with the weather, which I have to say it's not looking yeah. like it's going to happen. So, so, yeah, we've got those sort of... So it's, a, it's obviously more like a music festival setup. Um, but a little like them, you know, we are looking at the record numbers. Well, we are definitely over record. Yeah. We've sold more than we've ever sold before, and we have. Yeah. We're used to people wanting to turn up on the day as well. And a little bit like them as well, it's, what helps... 
last year we both had a really really hot weather they yeah. got the very beginning of the heat wave and we yeah, got the end yeah, yeah. and it was 32 degrees with no clouds oh. I mean obviously in a way it was a dream but it was kind of nightmarish in some ways yeah, especially yeah. for people bringing kids yeah. and we don't have that this year we've got cloud covering we've got you know that sort of but we have sun sun yeah. but yeah and 20s low, low to mid 20s it's it's perfect as far as we're concerned. My my experience of organising a festival, uh, something <laughs> yeah. we we've discussed before. Yeah. Um, I, I actually get nervous when the weather's almost too good, because at some point you start to worry. It's a real worry that I have. Is that what if we get too many people? What but do, yeah. do you do you have? Can people yes. turn up on the day? Yeah. Um, can they buy tickets on the day? The, well, that's. As you say, today for us is Thursday, yeah. but yeah. it's Friday for the people listening. Um, I can't answer that question because we are reviewing this on a you know three hourly basis. Right. Okay. Because especially the Saturday is extremely close to selling out. We've actually put some more tickets on sale. We decided that we we do want people still to be able to because we know how popular it is yeah. for people that you know just want to come down with with the family and and a bit. So we want to make it as accessible as possible. So rather than just going no, they're done. You've got to get weekend <laughs> yeah. tickets, and, yeah. which is a bit unfair. We've we've extended that out but even as i speak to you now i can't guarantee yeah. that we've stopped that we haven't stopped selling them we have to be so careful yeah there's a legal capacity we've of course to stick yeah to it. yeah and we've also got a factor in the bands we've got a factor in the people working at the volunteers yeah all sorts so that is something that is that's probably the biggest thing on our minds at the moment it's the thing that makes but a vein on your neck just a little hot, isn't it? <laughs> it's not the only thing that it's well yeah oh, I'm, I imagine it was it was always been for me that that okay right I, i'm confident people are going to turn up you can yeah. see in the ticket yeah. it's then uh, oh right, mm, too many Can people. How, how? Because you've only got so many volunteers. You've only got so much That's food. Correct. You've only got so much space. Although Christchurch Meadow is that the right one? I've got that right, haven't I? Christchurch, Christchurch yeah, Meadow yeah, yeah, is right. a big old meadow. It's, it's big, but we have a license and yeah. we have a capacity. Yeah. And and also we, we want it to be enjoyable. We don't want it to be too crammed with yeah. people. We want people to be able to have the space to enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, as a result, you know, it is the legal capacity is five thousand, including everybody. So. We, we have to stick to that yeah. and, and what we will do is especially when the tickets stop stop going on sale which will be um, Friday afternoon uh, this afternoon yes um, <laughs> you know we, we will have to monitor it and if necessary we won't be able to sell day tickets yeah. in terms of I would be very surprised that we can't sell Friday and Sunday day tickets so at the moment they've sold really well better yeah. than ever before but they are not yeah. at a risk point Saturday has been, always been the busiest day of the festival and that has already happened it makes it makes sense really yeah you know it's, it's yeah it's a Saturday people have got time to recover and, and Friday is, is, is a Friday isn't it so um so anything else you wanted to just just throw at me, Pete? Um, I wanted to add in, because one thing that I'm quite happy about, obviously the, the, the bar this year, uh, we haven't got Purple Turtle, unfortunately, this year, but we really did want to still have that local element. So we have things like Loddon okay. available, yep. Loddon's Ferryman's Golden Reading Best will be there. We've got Siren Crafts, Yulu and Undercurrent. Oh, one of my favourite. Yulu is particularly delicious, oh. yeah. I was talking to someone at the, uh, one of the, uh, the landlord at the... Uh, uh, Greyhound, Greyfriars, Greyfriars so yes. just around the corner, um, and uh, he was saying like that stuff is going to go. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. That is just yeah. going to fly out, and, and yeah, it's delicious. And then also for the cider drinkers, we have quite a lot of Tuts Clump Barcher Gold. Yes, I, I, I have dealings with Tim. He is one of yeah. the most accommodating <laughs> fellows you could ever meet. And in fact, I probably should try and get him on the podcast, but he, he thoroughly yeah. is one of the most accommodating yeah. uh, brewers of of booze that you could that you could ever hope to meet you really yeah. and some of the I don't know if you're friends with him on Facebook I some no. of the pictures he puts up some of the old pictures of yeah. some of the stuff he used to drive because I think he was I think he was an engineer before he took up cider drinking and, and what, a, what a fantastic <laughs> uh, 
a fantastic sort of uh, almost. I almost see him through. It's not Instagram, but you know that sort of. In, I, know, I almost see his life <laughs> the through, through pictures the on, on, on Facebook and stuff. And it, but as I say, what, a, what an accommodating bloke he really is. Yeah. That's great. You've got Tuts Clump. That's correct. And I've got to say that the family area. We haven't put up a specific. Um, timetable but what I recommend to people to do is to head down there quite early we'll have these big easels outside the area showing people what's on when we've got everything from um, Vicks from Fuzzbox doing a ukulele workshop we've got um, storytellers we've got clowns uh, Punch and Judy um, all sorts of crazy stuff even like for the bigger kids we've got axe throwing mm. oh, safely wow. <laughs> done safely done with a safety certificate don't bring your own axe please no, don't bring no. your own <laughs> no no own axe um, the other thing as well obviously we're, we're very conscious of certain things in terms of people staying hydrated and also the environmental stuff so we you can bring your own um, reusable bottles with you and get yeah. water on site for free but please bring them empty uh, alternatively you do want to bring bottles of soft drink just make sure they're in sealed containers and that's fine you can't bring booze on site but you can bring those things yeah. and you can bring like a picnic as well um but not like a full you know yeah a full burger set yes. a barbecue so uh, yeah because they're, yeah. They're, obviously you know you've got you've got food sellers as well haven't that's you? right as, we, yeah. as we've discussed that's it um, so Pete, uh, I know you've got a dash off back to the site. Um, things to do, places to be. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for coming in and seeing us. You are, as I mentioned before we started recording, you're our first interviewee in quite some time. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to putting this one out. And with a bit of luck, we might have a little bonus podcast uh, with a couple, of, on that couple, a couple of other people. Yeah. And if not, there always there is definitely going to be a bonus podcast um, one way or the other. So, Great. Pete Wheeler, thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you at Ready Pop over the weekend and good luck. Brilliant. Thank you, Tom. Cheers. I understand you've been in, in rehearsals this morning. Yep, that's right, yeah, and, and the last few days, yeah, um, obviously for the, the upcoming festival, so yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, are you excited, excited for the festival? Yeah, 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 very much, and it's, it's, you know, in a couple of days now, and it's, uh, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah, very excited, and uh, it's, always, it's always, you know, when, when you're in rehearsal and everything's starting to sound much better and stuff, it's always, it's always gets more exciting, and when the date gets nearer, so yeah, 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 very much so, yeah, thanks. <laughs> we've had um we had uh, we had our mate Pete Wheeler on uh, the podcast uh-huh. earlier. Yeah. Um I understand from from what Pete was telling me. So you are you you and your brother Adam are part of a a group called Zoot Woman, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um and and Pete tells me you're sort of one of the sort of the little gems of Reading that, that maybe people don't quite know about. So I just wondered if you could tell us a little bit about about the group and about your history with Reading. Yeah, well um uh the uh the band was formed actually quite a long time ago um uh my my brother adam and his friend stuart price they uh they they formed the band together and they started making uh, and this is like in um actually the late nineties uh, they formed and they started making instrumental music yeah. and they wanted to do a few songs with uh, vocals uh and I, I was doing some singing in bands and being adam's brother it sort of, you know <laughs> i was kind of there anyway so um <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I um so we did a couple of songs and um you know it was it sort of went from there. We had a couple of songs that uh, the the record company really liked. They encouraged us encouraged us to make a a whole album uh, and this is uh, so we released our debut in two thousand one and and of course we we, all, we were all from Reading originally uh, um 
uh, Adam, uh, Stuart, and myself. So you know, we'd, we'd all been to the same school. So yeah. So that's yeah, that's kind of our history with Reading, if you like, and and we're all into music at an early age. So uh, so that's yeah, that's that's kind of the, that's that's the connection really. Um, if you don't want me asking, which school was it you went to? Uh, it was made in early school. Oh, okay. Familiar, but, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure our, our hundreds of made in early school listeners will uh, will be absolutely delighted to hear. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I understand you were on uh, Wall of Sound. Was that the that was the that was the record yeah. label at the time? And there were some pretty yeah. big names on that. As well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was the first. Um, that was what we released our debut album on uh, Wall of Sound, and also the second album we made as well. Um, so yeah, and it, that was that was the sort of beginning of you know getting into the music business for for us. Well, for me certainly. Yeah. Um, you know, Zoot Woman was the first thing I've done, you know, sort of professionally in, in music. So um, yeah, that's yeah. So were you were you playing? You you mentioned you were playing in. You were sort of singing in in other bands and stuff. Was that sort of just around Reading? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it really was. Um, it was, I mean, you know, it was really nothing special. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was like my first, my first ever school band, you know, that sort of thing. So I was, I mean, I guess I was nineteen when I when I started uh, working with Adam and Stuart. So I'd only been in, uh, yeah, band, a band at school and 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 played uh, played a few gigs. I think, uh, I think it was. Uh, yeah, the fairs, or, or it may have even been Alley Cat before that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's, so that's my earliest memory of playing live yeah. music in 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 Reading. So yeah. Uh, um, you you mentioned uh, you mentioned Stuart. Uh, having spoken to Pete earlier, um, Pete said that Stuart's actually gone on to have quite a career, hasn't he? I think because it's currently just you and your brother. Is that right? Yeah. Well, um, it's the it's it's kind of different. The the live show is 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 basically it's, it's me and adam um we was uh adam stewart and myself still work on the albums together um and we did on the last album well the album before the last one which, uh, which is called absence and yeah stewart well the three of us worked on that together but uh, the live show is just um it's just me and adam actually yeah um, um so why, why it's been a long time since you've been in the UK performing gigs how do you feel about kind of coming back and particularly um you know ready pop is obviously your first UK gig in a long long time how does how does that make you feel it's 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 good it's funny it's funny because it, it's, because because of the long gap since we last played it's it's, it's a funny kind of a, there's a strange kind of expectation of it because if you know if you play if you frequently play somewhere you, you feel like you're sort of going back again and and this is it's an interesting one. I think I think it's a great uh you know, it's a great gig for us, really, because there's a, there's a lot of people who haven't who've have asked about seeing us in the UK for for a long time, and I think this is you know it's a it's a really good it's a great slot we're playing um, at this at this really pop uh, gig, in, uh, and um, and I think it, yeah, it's 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 just, it's a strange kind of expectation really because it's it's a different kind of pressure in a way because you sort of <laughs> when, when there's been a, when there's been a long gap, you sort of want to come back and sort of you know you know um, um, make your audience happy who haven't seen yeah. you for a long time, you know that, that sort of thing. So, but I'm I'm really excited about it, and I think it's it's um, I, I hope you know people who haven't had the chance to see us for a few years here will get the chance to come and see us on Saturday. Do you, do you think there'll be a few people you recognise in the front row there? Yeah, I, I mean, and there'll certainly be uh, a, a few friends and family. I'll, I'll yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, yeah, um, yeah. There, there's, there's, 
yeah, that's that, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I, I think you know, and hopefully, you know, people don't seem to mind travelling. That's what I've seen from uh, gigs, having played gigs for, for years and stuff. People don't seem to mind the sort of travelling, you know, a bit for a gig. So maybe if you know, even people who are out who ha- who aren't based in Reading have, will be able to make the journey and get, come to the gig on on Saturday. You know. Yeah. Do you do you just when when you're sort of when you're performing some of these gigs? Do you, do you sort of does anybody ever kind of come up to you and go, oh, I remember when you played the Fez Club in 1996. Yeah, um, I, I, I think I think this 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 could yeah this could probably come up Saturday <laughs> actually. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah that 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 could definitely happen actually. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That, obviously, that's 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 the thing. I think obviously there's that familiarity when you play. Yeah. Certainly, obviously, you put the hometown that sort of thing probably would never happen if we play, you know, you know, uh, one of our gigs overseas, you know, it's not, uh, it's not, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm sort of, I'm kind of getting ready for things like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I want to see a, I want to see a field of hands raised of, of people who were back at the Fez Club in, you know, in, in 1997 or whenever it yeah. was. And, 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 and that, that, I'd imagine that'd be quite a lovely thing. People have sort of, you know, maybe, maybe they haven't, haven't been with you on the journey or maybe they haven't and, and they're there. Yeah. There again. Yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, um, maybe. <laughs> um, I, I know. Um, obviously, uh, I understand. There's someone quite big in the, in the news at the moment in the music world, and obviously Kylie has always been big in the music world. And and, and I understand you did a collaboration with her recently. On was it your last album? It was um, on on Absence. Yeah, the yeah. It was like the first time we we. we the, the song with Kylie, yeah. She she's obviously um, played Glastonbury recently, so it's been quite a bit of a whirlwind for her. I was just, I mean, I imagine it's always a whirlwind being Kylie. But yeah, uh, yeah. Did, did you was it was it a case of sort of getting in the studio with her, or did you did you send bits and pieces over? Was it was it what uh, was it like? It, it, yeah, it's, uh, interesting actually, because um, I mean, obviously uh, Stuart had uh, he'd worked on he'd previously worked on one of Kylie's albums, so there was right. a connection there already, but. Um, what what sort of happened was that we had the song still feels like the first time and i remember like 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 adam had done the music i'd done the vocal but it was sort of kind of half a vocal it was like a it was like a sort of chorus but with no verse kind of thing and uh and i think obviously stuart um had the file you know like like you said it was a bit of that sort of file sharing sort of thing <laughs> going on and yeah and he and he happened to give it to kylie and she put this verse over it and uh, and suddenly, you know, suddenly the gaps filled, and this 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 whole song there, and it's kind of a dream collaboration, really. It's uh, I think that's you know, that's kind of the way you want collaborations to happen. Yeah. So they sort of come quite naturally like that. So uh, yeah, so from then on, we sort of had this complete song. It just took, took a bit of work over that, but yeah, it's <laughs> great great to have done that really. And and she, yeah, she definitely um, put this really nice verse in it and sang on the chorus as well. And it was just. It, you know, so it was really good because we didn't really don't. I mean, as collaborations go, that's a really good one, obviously. But yeah. like, you know, we don't yeah. really do too many. We sort of we kind of, uh, you know, it's not something we sort of get heavily involved in. And it's uh, it's um, yeah, it was a I, good one. I mean, I, I assume obviously that uh, you know, obviously, Ready Pops are a, a big old Reading charity, and, and I assume Carly's probably aware of this. And just to help ticket sales, she'll be there. Ready to to jump on stage with you on uh, oh, Saturday night? I assume that's correct. Yes. 
Oh, I, yeah, I wouldn't be so sure, actually. But, uh, yeah. uh, you never know. You never know, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Flying over, over yeah. the Cavisham Bridge. Or... <laughs> there she is. Yeah, it, I guess it, I mean, it could happen, you know, theoretically, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh... Yes, I mean, it may happen, it may not happen. It's probably yeah. 50-50 at the moment, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just... Yeah. Just on the set then, what, just, just to round off, what, what can people expect from you? Is, it, is it, we looking at older stuff, newer stuff? Uh, yeah, well, it's the thing we're on for an hour, so it's, it's actually kind of a shorter set so we, we, yeah. um, than, than we'd sort of normally do. But, uh, yeah, we, we just, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely a balance of the, the old and new. It's like um, it's a few songs from you know, our first album, uh, Living in a Magazine. And, uh, there's, there's basically there's songs from every single album we've, We've released it, so it's kind of so it's 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 varied in that in that sense. So um, and uh, you know for for me, you know, it's always about it's quite a sort of it has its you know sort of moments of uh, you know like it's it's quite a dance. It is we you know we kind of we're in that sort of live live dance mode for yeah. a lot of it, you know. And I think because um, a lot of people we released this acoustic album recently, and I think a lot of people were asking, like, oh, is this going to be how the live thing is now? But it's not really. It's more it's you know we it's more down this, this sort of electronic uh it's well very much down the electronic live music thing that we're yeah. doing sort of there. but there's songs from each and every album we've released so in that in that hour set so you know i hope i hope that's uh I hope that that's a crowd pleasing. You know? <laughs> I, I would think it will be certainly. Um, I understand uh, you've got some new music coming out. Just to finish off, is it, when when's that coming out? What, what's the album called, and where can people get it? Uh, well, yeah, the album the album we're working on is, is called Maxi Drama, and um, we, we have a we release. I mean, um, uh, we're, we're there's not a release date for the album okay. just yet, but um, there's going to be a bit of new music before that. Um, you know, sort of like. A, yeah, I guess a taster of what 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 the what the album will be, if you like. Great, uh, Johnny. Thank you for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Hey guys, we're back. That was yeah. two good interviews. Good, excellent interviews, Tom. Well, well done. Well class. Needless to say, my technique has not Supreme got any better. Supreme questioning in skills. The time that we've not had interviews. <laughs> um, it is, of course, now time for the random question. The random question. Random question time. I can't remember who last did it, but. Uh, let's give it to Rachel, due to. Okay. Due to re- other reasons, reasons that we don't want to talk about. So there you go, Rachel. I love that you think reading something out is compensation for something. <laughs> What's she talking about, Tom? I thought we were past this. Yeah, I thought we were well past this. Anyway, it was your fault. The Ooh, question right. is. Right, okay. The oh question dear. is what was the big toy or collector craze when you were at school? Oh, gosh. Rachel, um, you're slightly younger than me, and Hugh, so. You possibly will have something <laughs> that we don't know about. But me, it was pogs. Pogs? Was those those little round the little round things cards. that had things on them. Which Yeah, and then you, you had some plastic things which you hit them with, and I can't remember oh, how the game worked, really. Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, right. The cards of the Cabbage Patch Kids. Um, was that a kind of retro no, thing? No, hang on. Because obviously you no, school wasn't four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there was the Cabbage Patch Kids, which were those weird, like, squidgy yeah, doll things. And then what we collected was the 
kind of grim alternative the, the garbage, garbage pale, pale kids oh, yes, yes. Two, two horrible american words there garbage pail yeah rubbish mm. bucket do you mean yeah <laughs> yeah and trolls do you remember those trolls, plastic remember trolls, trolls with yes. luminous hair come this far we assume you why must were they like you could get i don't know why one dressed as elvis just popped in my head <laughs> <laughs> i think you could get you can find dressed on ones real ready but obviously yeah. you like yours the ones you stuck on the end of your pants where you put the no tom i'm laughing too much Oh and, they, was it, and then for some reason they were naked. Nobody thought why. that one through, no, did they? they? Well, I'm sure they did. Oh, Hugh. Now I'm going. I'm harking back to the 1980s in my school in Burford Common, where we all. I'm well, not sure if it was a crazed nationwide, but certainly we, we were all doing it. It was marbles. Wasn't marbles, it? <laughs> yeah. jacks, weebles, <laughs> hopscotch. <laughs> one of those the rarities of called conkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From, from, magic tree. from trees just a, just knee high at the time <laughs> we had um, Beano sticker albums right and we all used to you're listening to really reading Beano sticker album and I distinctly remember in probably the second, second year of going to school I had all my swapsies and I had absolutely loads of swapsies we were going to take in and sneakily do it and I had them in a pile and I was holding them and I don't know what the noise was all over the floor you know in those moments where I stack and a shadow look up there was the teacher what are you doing with those they're my stickers, miss. Not for school time. Did they confiscate the swapsies? She didn't confiscate them. Oh. She maybe put them in my drawer and then. Uh, <sighs> but they, they, you know how like you know when you smash a plate and you're amazed by how how many pieces it yeah. it goes yeah. into and you're finding them for weeks afterwards. They're still my stickers on the floor like four or five days later. It's like that's my Dennis the Menace. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Remember. So when you say you put them in your drawers, is that when you in your desk, which you lifted the lid on? No, we had actual drawers. Oh, okay. And right. it, I remember. Uh, this, I had this those. Is, <laughs> we did have those we as well. The inkwells weren't yes. in use anymore. <laughs> Funnily enough, we had. Was it a font? I kept my quill in a pencil <laughs> We had we had drawers when I was at little school, and then when we got to junior school, when we had desks where we used to keep our stuff in. But I remember um, another story about my drawer is that when. That same year of school, one of my teeth fell out, oh. and my um, teacher dutifully sellotaped it onto a bit of a card, wrote "huge tooth," and put, <laughs> put it in my drawer so I could I could take it home for the tooth fairy and get fifty p. I remember actually, I, had, I we had drawers at, at junior school as well, and I remember now I think about it, it's it, it was one of those it was it was a horrible feeling. It really set you up for the rest of your life when you had to empty your drawer at the end of term. Because you were moving yeah. on. Moving oh, classes, got yeah. Empty, empty my drawer, stick it all in a box, and oh, sad times. Still, just on the subject of school, as you go, it's one of the most traumatic points of any young person's life when you move from little school to big school and all of a sudden you have to change classrooms <laughs> for different <laughs> lessons. That is one oh. hell of a oh, hell of a yeah. When they give you your lesson timetable, time you're, you're like... like what? How am I going to get from there to there yeah. in two minutes? It's about five miles. And they they helpfully station older kids, and you say, "Where's room 28? And they go, "You go up there, turn right, 
turn left, turn right again, and then turn right, and then you go up and say, turn right, turn right, and then you'd be like, come back and you'd see the same kid again, and you haven't gone around in a big square, and they'd be like, and, they'd, and then they'd give you a dead arm, and then your massive bag would get stuck in the door. Because <laughs> you've got rocks up, you got, bigger than you. Because you don't know your timetable, and you've got both your pee kits, and your shit trainers, and your football boots, and chronic backache at the age of 11. No. Marvellous random question. That's why I like this random question because it just leads us down all sorts of different paths. Thanks, guys. Wonderful podcast again. Um, Thanks for speaking into the microphone, Hugh. Um, We'll get there. Probably helps, doesn't it? Probably makes my contributions a bit more interesting. It really does. Or Um, or less interesting, depending on your point of view. If there's anything you'd like to contact us about, here's Jeremy with How You Can. If you enjoy our prattlings about Reading, and if you've come this far, we assume you must be, please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. Thanks, Jeremy. I'm always going to thank him because he's a nice man. We uh, you know, our manners. Yes, it's good, nice good to have manners. good manners. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I suppose you didn't need manners in Burfield when you were scrabbling and hunting for food, did you? Just survival of the fittest. Well, quite, yeah. If I saw someone with a freshly killed deer carcass, I wasn't going to let it go, was <laughs> yeah. I? You know, like, Please, may I have some of your deer carcass? There was a, one of those unfortunate fight to the death situations. You know, obviously, yeah, I was. Is it like the Hunger Games? That's what I'm imagining. Pretty much, yeah. Fight to the death. Yeah, and then there was always the, you know, the bears and the pumas that were lurking in the West Berkshire woods. Oh, yes, that the famous it. puma of birds. Have you seen the co- that film with Leonardo DiCaprio, The Covenant? Is that- no, the Revenant. The Revenant. The Covenant, oh, sorry. Where he gets attacked by a yeah, Regular occurrence back in Burfield back in the day, I tell you. Yeah. Bear fighting. Summer CV. <laughs> Bear. bear wrestler bear wrestler yeah uh, that's not a naked wrestler because that would be really awkward oh, we, didn't have, we didn't have clothes bear did wrestling no the trolls were naked the naked wrestler of Burfield that's for the 18 plus the legendary the real the real, real podcast um, if you know anyone who you think would be great to interview for the podcast please do let us know the only prerequisite is that they must live or work in the town and most importantly they must love Reading That's all for this week. We will see you again next week. Bye! Bye. You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that program Hunted on Channel 4? Yes, that Did was brilliant. Did you see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading, yeah. all along the canal, and eventually caught him at the funny Yes, that was brilliant.